Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm Kay Drama Jen. And I'm Drama Geek. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in your show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. Okay, so let's talk about today's topic. It is the podcap part two of Dr. Cha. And so we're going to be wrapping up this drama. We started it strong. And uh, (laughs) and we're going to end with our conversation about how it ended. And I think um, just so everyone's aware, since this is part two, there will not be a spoiler-free section. So we're jumping right in where we left off. And um, let's begin. So where we left off, due to jealousy, Jung-suk and Inho's wedded relationship was revealed to the whole hospital staff. How did we like how everything changed once the connection was out of the bag? So one of the things that I liked about this drama was that that element of secrecy kind of added to some of like the humor and like, I felt like there were kind of inside jokes a little bit because like with the, I guess with the people watching, Mm -hmm. because we knew like, oh, they don't know that they're married and that she's his mom and, you know, all of that. So for me, um, it opened up some new territory and some new complications, but I sort of missed like the kind of behind the scenes, like, I don't know, like behind the behind your hand laughing kind of stuff that happened when we all knew like, oh, but they don't know that they're married and he's saying that. So um, so that's sort of how I felt about it. I kind of had a similar feeling. I really enjoyed this stuff before. I, I, all right. So I really enjoyed the jealousy between Hot Doc and In Ho. Like I thought that was very funny. Like they played it off like multiple times in the last half of the drama. It was really those two actors just have a lot of chemistry and they were really great together. My problem is, is her relationship with Hot Doc wasn't one where jealousy should really be a thing because she never actually committed any kind of romantic relationship with him. Or even went beyond just friends. And so once it was obvious that the drama wasn't going to go in that direction, I think it lost kind of that extra like possibilities for me. Not that I necessarily think she needed the romance, but I think maybe for Hot Doc's part to be very... like valuable to the narrative that maybe I needed him to be more romantic I don't know does that make any sense at all like I thought they were really great together but because that just because they had a lot of like well maybe this is going to be a new relationship chemistry the first half and then Mm -hmm. it just kind of like nope she's friend zoning him it's not going to happen and so 
all of that possibility just kind of is like, well, they're funny and it, he's really swoony, but it's just not there anymore. I'm not invested. And so I was a little, I feel like the the jealousy aspect just didn't work for me from this point on. Because there was no point to it. Like yeah. There was no point to yeah. it. Yeah. We all knew where it was headed and we were like... I, and you know what? Narratively fine. Like, I guess she didn't need to like, oh, she can be stand on her own. Doesn't need a man, blah, blah, blah. I wanted hot dog <laughs> with her in a steamy scene to make up for the fact that they had that one shot in the beginning that turned out to be her son and his girlfriend. Instead of <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, and I think I would have been okay if they had spread the story over maybe like one or two years so it wasn't all bam 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 so mm -hmm. then maybe it would have had more impact with the friendship turning into something more eventually and instead we just focused in on her divorce in the second half and so there was just really it's like her it all coming out into the hospital didn't go anywhere it was just kind of like, oh, okay. And then that was it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did kind of undermine things a little bit because, like, she became calmer, so it was less stress for her. But the fact that Hot Doc, like, his jealousy almost ramped up. And it's like, are you thinking about how this looks to the rest of the hospital because, you know, we've got the actual affair going on and then it looks like you and your one-sided lover very persistently trying to start another one. And this is not Grey's Anatomy. We don't need all of this. <laughs> People are trying to get better. So I well, also I'm, felt, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it almost felt like his focus was completely different from the first half to the second half. Mm-hmm. That's you what know, I was going to say. He wasn't like the great friend anymore or the one who was going to support her in her journey. He became, well, he wants to like eventually date her kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And I missed the first half. <laughs> it it was almost like they wrote his jealousy and like increased his jealousy and decreased his maturity. Mm -hmm. And I did not like that because I liked how calm and supportive he was at the beginning. And then it just, he kind of devolved, not exactly into a one note character, but it almost felt like he was just like pushing harder than it needed to be because he would, he, he almost felt desperate. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. This is, this is all very complicated for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did we like the revelation? But yeah, he just, his character changed and not for the better. And I think. And part of that was because the secret was out to the hospital. And so like he started acting differently and I, yeah, I don't like how that part was written. So one of my least favorite things about, and we can talk about the ending, the resolution and all that is that the husband throughout everything, he never has anybody in the hospital, his bosses, his coworkers know how he's treated his wife or that he's cheated on her, that he has a child. And I get it that they needed to not have that revealed so that she could actually finish out her residency and all of that. Mm -hmm. But so I, I was kind of annoyed that that didn't come out. It's my vindictive side. Like I just <laughs> wanted him to be humiliated in front of everybody, which he probably wouldn't have been. He probably would have found a way to, you know, make it all about him and his poor self. And I think that's part of the, like the reveal 
about their relationship and his jealousy is like, you have no right to be jealous at all. Like Mm -hmm. you have had this long relationship. You have a kid. You're really not owning up to it. And then on top of that, you're jealous because somebody else is doing a little bit of your job by being supportive friend to your wife when she needs it. And you just keep pushing, 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 and you don't care about her health because you just revealed to every, and I know he was supremely drunk, but you don't care about the fact that everybody finding out that she's your wife with, with your affair and everything going on makes it so much harder for her to navigate. She has to pretend to be the perfect wife. She has to pretend to be in a happy relationship. She has to pretend all this other stuff now that it's out where before she could just ignore you at work and it not be a big thing, but it is a big thing. Like it, like it just was that whole thing coming out and him exposing her and not caring one bit about how it affected her or any of that just rang true to how his character was anyway. But yeah, I just, Mm -hmm. and I agree that then hot dog, we know he has a name, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) hot dogs, like role had to be then pushed back to the side because it was inappropriate to then Mm -hmm. see him with her all the time and, and him being supportive to her all the time. Cause before she was a widow (laughs) and now (laughs) now his her her husband is there and they're supposed to be in this great relationship so she has to he had to kind of take a step back and any anything he was doing was then also exposing things about her relationship and her private life that was inappropriate for everybody to find out so yeah it it had to come out i it's really annoying that the that he did that and it, i mean it added to the storyline of like just how inconsiderate he was and everything but yeah. yeah. The one aspect I did enjoy, though, <laughs> was her relationship with the son's girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yes. became really great, even after she found out who the mom was and how, yeah. like, that whole car scene mm-hmm. where they went on their kind of like joyride to get over her despair. I love that. That was a great scene. That yes. was good. And that was a great, re- a great something that came out of the truth being revealed yeah so so jung Suk's relationship with her children is at the forefront of the drama what were some of our favorite parent themed moments of the show i really liked her relationship and how it showed a stay-at-home mom having to suddenly work and interact with a teenage daughter who also had a lot going on and having to map a new type of relationship in that that aspect of their lives and you can almost see it the same thing happening with the mistress and her daughter where they're you know just getting through those last years before the child becomes an adult and all of the what goes into being a supportive parent in that and just having to to have your own lives as well as interact and help them get their lives started. I thought the show really did a great job on that and showing the good and the bad and the love and the trials and upset teenagers and that whole thing. I thought it did a good job. Absolutely. And I liked how her son started seeing her as an equal and like kind of having a meeting of the minds almost when they were, when he realized they were kind of on the same page. I mean, it started from the point where she kicked his butt on the resident exam 
(laughs) But him accepting that and accepting that, you know, she's not just mom, but she's a doctor who knows what she's doing. I enjoyed I enjoyed that journey, too. But I have to say the funniest parenting moment is when in in ho admits to um his mistress that every time when someone has told him that they're pregnant with his baby he's gone pale so that's a parent themed moment in a way but that just made me laugh it's not a good parent themed moment um for me i really liked whether it's completely realistic or not like, well, I feel like they did a realistic job because the teenage daughter at first was just like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you going back to work as a doctor and everything? But then once she finds out about the dad and everything that's going on with him, she, they like hide it from her for a little bit, trying to protect her. But then once it all comes out, they know she knows all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like the, her, the, the daughter and the son, coming together and really supporting their mom in whatever decision that she made mm-hmm. and being there for her and being okay with like, Hey, you know, if we need to move out and not live in this house anymore, and I need to be with you and support you while you're, you know, trying to be a doctor and support yourself. Like I really loved them as their family unit. There's a scene toward the end where, um, they're all in the hospital room with her mom and her and their kids. And, um, the husband's not there. And it's just them. And it's just like a little like window into what their future was going to be like. And I loved that she had that support unit. And Mm -hmm. I felt like she was, they were able to kind of see how great of a mom she was and how much they, that she supported them. And they kind of in turn give that support back to her when she's going through such a hard time. So my favorite parent themed moments, um, first of all, happened when she was Dr. Chow was just sort of like giving the the stink eye to um to the resident who ended up dating her son. So that was in the first part of the drama. <laughs> yes. I loved it. But really my favorite parent themed moment, it was her mom and the way that the conversation she had and then especially the conversation she had like with um with the mistress. I just loved first of all you know I love that actress but I just thought her character really gave us another view of what it's like to be a parent um so there were a lot of parenting themes right we got to see um the single mom who you know had held on to the the father of her child uh even though she knew it wasn't healthy for her um and he was married to someone else we got to see you know, the stay-at-home mom who is transitioning into a career and just how there's upheaval within the family when you try to do that. And then, you know, her mom just like grieving for the fact that her daughter is ill and, but also at the same time being that loving voice of reason when she's talking to others and and sharing her wisdom and things like that. So um, there were some really good parenting themes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Kim Kim Mi Kyung is just one of my favorite drama moms ever, and I'm really glad we got to see her so much in this drama. I also so- liked that that she didn't always have the best advice necessarily <laughs> in some things, yeah. but she had the advice that really gave her character more depth. She wasn't the perfect mom who always took care of her and did all the right things and said all the right things. Like she she had some flaws and some advice that you're like, okay, but again, true to. <laughs> her own experience as a wife 
yeah. you know, type thing. Like it, it, I liked that aspect of her character. She yeah. is definitely one of my favorite drama moms. You know that drama that Kim Woo Bin was in? Where she was, <laughs> where she fed him. <laughs> the Jajang. heirs. The heirs. I Sorry, K Muse. Her this there is too. the theme t- today. We're just going to say Kim Woo Bin. I'm going to say Kim again. <laughs> again and again, anytime I can. So that is every this, episode is this a new drinking June. game for our <laughs> yes. listeners. <laughs> Please, please, please don't do a shot every time we say can move in because you're going to be drunk. So <laughs> It won't be healthy. Just don't. No. <laughs> All right. So we finally hit the point in the drama where Jung Sook herself discovers the affair and the, the love child. Mm-hmm. And do we think her reaction worked in the narrative? Um, the shell shock and just sitting mm-hmm. up. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And then um, and that led to the convertible car ride where she and the third year resident were stuck in the rain with the convertible top down, which I thought was great. And it was just, it was good to see her work through those emotions outside of the family's influence. Because I think, like you said, her mom didn't give the greatest advice at one point earlier on in the drama. She's like, yeah, you stick with your husband no matter what, and she, you know, not knowing what was going right, on in that right, household. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I don't know. I think her reaction did work. I think because it took her some time to process it, didn't it? Yeah. Well, and she found out in in stages like she yeah. found out that they were having an affair and she had to kind of reconcile that and choose whether she was going to release that information to them that she knew and she didn't right away and, you know, just try to do the best that she could. And then she found out about the uh, the child and and. <laughs> then had to deal with that, you know, all while trying to work with him and the mistress and all of that. So (laughs) yeah, it was a rough road for her. But yeah, I thought, I don't know, in my mind, it worked well, I think, especially taking her time to process because that was a lot to process. And when I think didn't she throw like his coffee maker and then that bracelet? Mm. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And yeah, Yeah. I don't know, all her responses, I feel like were totally appropriate. Well, and I, I, like I said before, the aspect of the fact that she had to go to work with them and then one of them was her boss gave it this layer of like, yeah, she could have gone into the hospital and like thrown the bracelet and the coffee maker in his face in front of everybody made a scene really like, you know, freaked out on him and everything, but there was, and her son works there too, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and, and uh, among all of, during all of this stuff, again, we're trying to cover like 10 episodes in this last podcast. So we're not going into depth, but like there was during this time, her mom gets sick a little bit later or like, no, like right around when she finds out the first thing, I think. And then the second, the daughter thing comes after her mom is, Mm -hmm. or while her mom is still in the hospital, still sick or whatever. So again, She's having to try to deal with, should I tell everybody? Should I not? Because of all this stuff's going on. But her son is also like, has to go through this medical thing where somebody, um, <clears throat> one of his patients dies and the parents yeah. are, you know, saying it's his fault and everything. So again, there's so much stuff going on when she finds out about this affair that it takes time for her to process. It takes time for her to tell people that she knows. Um, she's trying to protect her kids. She's trying to protect her, her, her mother and her not feeling well and everything. So I feel like every time she broke down, it felt so real. And so like needed, like she needed to be able to have that moment of like, I've been lied to, I like, I've been deceived and 
after everything's happening, he never, like the way he always responds to her about it and, and everything, it's just so like, doesn't take responsibility for it. And, and pretty much just blames her anytime she wants to talk about like them not being together in the future. Like it's her fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, she's having to deal with that type of reaction, which I don't know what type of reaction most people get if they find out that their spouse is cheating on. I'm sure they aren't, you know, the, the spouse isn't, isn't very accommodating. <laughs> nice about it. They're probably act very much like his character did, but yeah, I, I felt like, um, her action, her reaction worked for the narrative and, and felt very real. I agree. I think that she had raw emotion and she, she processed through it in different stages because she found out information in, in different stages. And mm-hmm. so like discovering that, that her husband not only cheated on her, but had a child with this woman who he had originally been dating before he got her pregnant. Like there were so many, like just sort of swirling emotions related to that and watching just how she was trying to kind of come to terms with that, looking for a little separation. So like she moved out, that -hmm. was a big step. And she's like living in the dorms. And then the fact that he doesn't want to accept that this person that he's really just become comfortable with, like she's made his life comfortable. He -hmm. doesn't like having her gone. And so he starts to sort of like selfishly do things right to like get her back or whatever. At the same time, he's still pursuing this relationship with his mistress, like watching that. I would, I just, it was interesting just to see how she was coping. And, you know, this is somebody who she was sort of like the rock for their family. She made sure that, you know, everything, the house was clean and her kids got through school and all of those pieces took care of her mother-in-law, everything. And he rocked her world, literally, like just like shook everything that she believed and watching her recover from that, I think it felt real. Like she really did have to um, come to terms with a lot of things. There were two aspects that I found really interesting. Uh, the first one is how the show really made a lot of the interaction between uh, Jun Suk and then the mistress and their back and forth about, you know, because again, uh, Sung Hee is really upset that she was the first one. And we know that uh, Jung Suk didn't know that she was cheating with someone who was already taken per se. But the whole dynamic of, you know, there was actual justified fury from Sung Hee where she's like, he was mine first. You were the cheater. You know, you were the same as I am now. Kind of thing. It was really interesting how they played that dynamic and the women kind of fought out so that they worked it out in their own way. I'm not sure if they ever really had like a definitive um, realization per se on each other's role in all of this, but definitely on the husband's. Eventually (laughs) they both did. And I did enjoy that they brought that in and it wasn't just a cut and dried, oh, she's the mistress you know 
Um, we'll talk in more depth about that later, but I did like that that was part of the process of her deciding whether she's going to get a divorce or not is these discussions she had with the, her boss dash, the other woman. And then I also really liked that the final nail was that he illegally got a handicap pass so he could park easier. In her name, her name. Because yes. She, her name, yes, in her name, because she had had her liver transplant. And the fact that he did that was just like the last scummy thing. That mm -hmm. was the that was the last crack that brought everything down. And I I appreciated that. It just showed his personality so well that he would take a spot for a handicapped person to make life easier for himself. And that was just that is like. That's who he is in a nutshell. And that's what convinced her that there is no hope. So mm -hmm. it was, it was a good, I really enjoyed the whole, her figuring out where she was going to go. It felt very realistic. It was in stages. It wasn't some just general declaration. And then just the actual divorce, there was definite stages there. And I appreciated that. And it harks back to, because she was talking to Roy Kim in the first part, and he said, you know, when he meets her again after the liver transplant, and he's like, you're not divorced? And she's like, divorce is hard. Mm -hmm. And so this definitely, I mean, this is showing that. Yeah. Kim, you uh, touched on it a little bit, but one of the differences between this drama and similar shows was how layered uh, Chae Song-hee was, despite her being the other woman. And then how did we feel about her character while watching the drama? And I feel like her character at the very beginning, like I, especially the way that she treated the whole liver transplant, I'm not, I, I don't know if she grew as a character. And so then that was out of place for her, or if it really just was out of place for her character in general. But as you kind of get to know her, um, and even the way she reacted toward the begin, the end when, um, Jung Suk gets sick again and everything like she is it's a complicated situation where honestly, if she hadn't gotten pregnant, she probably would have had the one affair, got it out of her system that like, I got it, but I got it back or I got her back for doing that to me or whatever. Cause I'm pretty sure Jung Suk knew that he had a girlfriend and that the girlfriend was off somewhere else. So I, I, I feel like the original setup, she really did like cheat with him. But anyway, um, so I think she would have been fine with just getting back that whole thing and then going on her way and having her own life and probably never seeing him again. But, you know, she got pregnant and then she had to make the decision of she's going to raise her child alone. And as you get to know her, you kind of see that most of her decisions when it comes to Inho's character are based upon that, like wanting to have a father for her child, wanting to have a family and it being really hard to give that up. So I liked that they gave her a lot of layers in that. I liked that they showed her as the mom and their relationship and how the, his absence affected their relationship and their, their uh, family dynamic and everything. So I really enjoyed, um, them showing her character. I was a little bit like at the very end, I was like, really the two cheaters end up being like the directors of hospitals at the end, but <laughs> But again, she, she, she proved that 
she was making wrong decisions and she knew she was making bad decisions and moved on from that. So I was happy with her character and the way that they were able to show her as more of a true human being who made wrong decisions, but wasn't like a horrible person deep down. So I also thought that they handled like her character depth really well, as far as just letting us see um, that, first of all, she's a really good doctor. We, that's really clear throughout this process. And I, I disagree that, that Dr. Cha knew that they were cheating way back. I've, I really got the impression that Inho was just, has always been kind of a scumbag. He didn't mention that he had a girlfriend off in the other, in the States or whatever. And he, you know, pursued her and then got her pregnant. That's my, that was my take on it. But um, regardless of that, she definitely had the sense that he was hers and this other woman, you know, encroached and, um, and took him away, which I think is so ridiculous because he is the one who made those choices Mm -hmm. and he is the one who should really be blamed for all of these things. Um, instead, you know, women end up like attacking one another. And so that part is just, just even in life, that's so frustrating to me, right? He's the one that's making those bad choices. But the fact that we do get to see her as a mom, we get to see her motivation is that she, her daughter desperately wants to have a relationship with the dad and wants them to be a family. And that's really kind of what she's always dreamed of. And so as, as she starts to see kind of what a, a despicable person Inho is, I think that is changing her perceptions quite a bit. And so I am, I I do like that we got just a deeper look at just her motivations. I again, loved the conversation she had with Dr. Cha's mom. And I just thought that, I, I don't know if like the uh, happy, happily ever after ending of like being a hospital director for uh, her very own hospital really worked for me. But I did like that she was learning how to stand on her own and didn't need Inho to do that. I feel that there's like her character in the very beginning felt like they needed something narratively stuffed in to to make Cheater Dad look even worse. And so that's why she was all like, Oh, don't give her a kidney. What if I need a kidney? Because the rest of the drama, she doesn't feel like that kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I do feel, and and Definitely. I have some similar issues like towards the end with some of the resolutions, um, not necessarily her resolution, but other people's resolutions of the story. And I, I just feel like they had an opening and an ending and they stuffed it all in with the narrative and then they filled in the middle and they thought about the middle a lot more <laughs> because <laughs> just the character, especially her character had so much more depth and nuance and emotions that some valid, some not valid, but it was very human. And I really enjoyed having someone who I didn't just have to be like, oh, She's the other woman, witch, and we hate her, you know? So Mm -hmm. it was really nice to have that 
change in, we almost never get that. How often do you get like an actual other woman who you can sympathize with? And so I really like this character. I just, I kind of wish they hadn't done her wrong in that first few episodes because she came across so differently and so mean in that beginning, whereas she definitely wasn't like that towards the end. And I don't think it's all character growth. I think the writers just dropped the ball a little on that. So that's my thought. Well, and maybe there was a little bit of desperation at the beginning because I'm, I believe he didn't truly know that she had had his child until they reconnected when she came back to Korea. So three years prior to when the drama started. So like they, that that was my understanding. So she's like desperate to finally have him around to be with her daughter to be with her that but i no way think she's the type of person to say let her die don't give her your liver i don't think she's that kind of person and that's pretty much what she did ah yeah Yeah. maybe she was i don't know i don't know because she literally called him and said don't you dare give her your liver when he was going to sign the waiver Mm -hmm. and And that would mean she's going to die because at that point it was desperate. It was like the end for her. Yeah. So, and as a doctor, she would know that. Yeah. So I'm just saying the person that said that doesn't seem like the person of the rest of the drama. Yeah. Well, and like I said in the previous podcast, I do like that she was written as a whole person. So whether that was a misstep or just something that, I don't know, was out of character for her. The fact that she is just, they show her as a complete character, I think was one of the better parts of this drama is because, like you said, you know, it'd be easier to just be like, oh, boo, hiss, the evil mistress mistress is on the screen and she's not evil except in that one moment. And so the the other thing that kind of didn't jive with me is the fact that she stuck with Inho towards the end. I mean, I don't think they were, were they in a relationship? I didn't, I don't remember. No, uh-uh. She was no. just getting medical favors from him. <laughs> Yeah. But it was yeah. like, why, why even talk to him? I mean, like drama, I mean, K-drama Jin said, you know, daughter. he's, well, they I do have the daughter. she saw him for what he was. And I think the story let both of the women separate themselves as people from him but not Mm -hmm. vilify him for their children's sake okay i guess there is that yeah and i and i actually am okay with that because i think that is a the way divorced couples should go when they have children Mm -hmm. is not to vilify the other and so and i think the story was very careful to to show that that is the positive way to go through a divorce or to separate and make sure that the kids have a relationship with him, even if the women can't. Yeah, that's fair. But I still, I'm also on K drama Jen's side on the fact that he did not get enough blame heaped on him for everything that happened. He should have gotten more comeuppance like in the end. I mean, he doesn't have a woman with him, but how long do we think that's going to last? <laughs> so. Well, you know, he just might be a two-woman man, and that's it. He's only got the two. <laughs> Although so. it would serve him right if he accidentally got someone else pregnant. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but poor the woman no. and the kids. But yeah, you can just see that. it happening again. You can see it. Because mm-hmm. obviously that man does not understand birth control. <laughs> so Clearly. 
<laughs> All right. So let's chat about the divorce. Did any of their push and pull work for us? And did we wish it was at all different or the story didn't focus on this as much? Um, yeah, I wish it hadn't focused quite on like, I just felt like this push and pull that they put in didn't really work for me. Um, she saw him for who he was. She saw that he was pretty despicable and he recognized that the person who made his life comfortable was leaving and he's selfish and immature. And so he used every opportunity he could to get his own way. The jealousy stuff and whatnot, it just didn't ring true for me. I just, I don't know. I guess I lost interest as it, like it was, there were funny parts in the beginning there. I mean, in the the beginning of the second half, especially like with hot doc and all of that, when I, especially when I thought there still might be a potential future, like even a few years after her residency or something. But ultimately that, I don't know, the way that I just, it kept showing his character. It kept showing Inho's character and he's pretty slimy mm -hmm. um, and he's really selfish. I think for me, I said it earlier, how I really wish they had sped a little through the divorce a little bit more. So we got a lot more of the post-divorce connections and the dynamics between everyone after the divorce and where she goes on in her life. I mean, they gave us that last little bit on the last episode of, well, here's where they are now, blah, blah, blah. But I wish we had seen her having to like date for the first time after the divorce and maybe her ex-husband being a smarmy little person hiding behind a plant. I would have been okay with that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Those are the things that made this show so charming is her gaining new experiences. And I feel that once the divorce story was there, that's all we focused on. Mm -hmm. There was nothing new. There was no new insights into the joys of finding oneself other than, well, I'm going for the divorce. And it resulted in something new for her, but we didn't get to see it all. All we saw was just like the back and forth and, oh, he doesn't, he refuses. She asked for it. He refuses. Hot dog flirts. She kind of like backs away. Like it was just nonstop. And I feel that could have been in one episode, one and a half episodes. And then we see the next year of her life, you know, Give her some other new experiences. Give her some new patience for us to watch with her. I didn't need to it to nonstop be the divorce situation in the second half of the drama. Divorce dash her health. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i I didn't enjoy the fact that the divorce took so long. But for him, it was in character to just put it off and put it off and put it off because, like, like you guys have said many many times, she made his life comfortable and he wanted that comfort back and. He's just kind of dumb about the whole thing. But at the same time, it just it goes back to the theme that he or that she said, you know, divorce is hard. It's like one of the hardest things. And so it should have I think the focus was on the wrong person. I think it should have been harder for her. And that's why it feels off because him not, you know, him dragging his feet, that's not unexpected at all. But that should have been kind of glossed over and it should have been 
more of her wondering, you know, what effect this is going to have on the kids and how her mom's going to be devastated or something, you know, something more about her. Because if she's the one that says divorce is hard, then she's the one that should struggle and it shouldn't be about him making life hard for her. So the focus is in the wrong place. And that's that's a reason why I would want it to have been sped up. For me, I feel like, and I can't remember if I said this earlier in the podcast or it was before we started uh, podcasting, but I do think that his popularity as a character made this divorce part go as long as it did because we still got funny moments from him like the fire where he like whooshes the (laughs) the blanket around him and so to keep his comedic stuff going he had to have a storyline he had to have something that was going on and if they divorced and then we moved on to other things I mean yes he could hide behind a plant with her going on on a date or whatever but like I feel like that's why the that part lasted as long as it did, because we still needed him to pop up and and be jealous or do the the things that were funny and kept his character kind of in there and relevant. And I I don't necessarily love uh, <clears throat> hospital stuff, but I would have liked like as soon as the affair and divorce stuff came into play, they didn't really um, do much with her her career. And I really would have liked to see her growth. Yes, we where she ends up, we that it totally makes sense and jives with kind of what she was doing so far, like her going out and helping people and all of that kind of stuff. But I think that if we would have gotten the divorce over a little bit sooner, then we might have been able to kind of see her growth as a doctor and her, like her journey. And of course, maybe some time where she could have, pursued something with hot doc (laughs) (laughs) and it not have been like so weird. And again, it would have had like, I have no idea how, like once they got divorced, did everybody in the hospital know, did she finish her residency with everybody knowing that they were divorced couple? And then he becomes the director. Like there was just a lot of like things of like what their life would have been like after the divorce and the dynamics of that, that weren't shown. But again, who knows, who knows what it had been like with that. But I do, I think that there were some focuses on certain things that just kind of made the the last five or so episodes where I was just kind of like, eh, it wasn't as enjoyable as I wanted it to be. And, and I think because we were focusing on him and it, it, it just drove me crazy that every time she brought up the divorce, he acted like it was a hundred percent her fault and he had no uh, he didn't participate in the reason that they're getting divorced yeah. at all and blaming it all. I can't believe you would do this to me. It's like, okay, you you have no sense of reality or anything, which again, it just gave opportunities to show how bad he was, which I think is part of them showing why she just finally was like, I'm done. I definitely a hundred percent want a divorce and want to move on because you just are horrible. So it served a purpose. So Jun Suk and Hot Dog had obvious chemistry, where we sad that nothing romantic happened. All right, so I I feel like the ending was how it had to be with the story we were given. Mm-hmm. I would have felt that it was extremely unrealistic if we focused on all of this divorce and all of this, and she's totally stressed out, and then her health issues, and then suddenly she starts hooking up with him. I feel like this isn't the story that would have worked in. But again, I wish we would have gotten something more extended over time where we could have seen something happen. 
So I, I feel sad that this isn't the story that could have given us that moment, but I understand it, it wasn't the story that was going to happen in. So. Yeah, that's, that's something that actually talking about this on the discord as we were all watching made sense. Cause we were all speculating about the ending and someone brought up the fact that she probably won't end up with anyone. And I had to take some time to process it. And then I was like, yeah, that makes sense because honestly, this isn't a romance. This isn't a rom-com. This is about her journey into this new life that she's building now that her kids are grown and now that she's realized just how scummy her husband is you know so it's not about jumping into a new relationship it's it's about understanding herself and I agree that seeing her with him a few years down the road that would be awesome but I also understand why she was like go find someone fall in love have some kids just experience that part of life because she wants for him what she's already had and so that I thought that was kind of generous of her. And um, I don't know. But at the same time, like she completely friend zoned him as much as they had chemistry. She oh, was so never... friend zoned. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was never interested. And I, I think that was probably the saddest part because I would love to see their chemistry. I'm with K-Drama Jen on that. I mean, if you. <laughs> yeah. But. As you said, with the way the story's written, that just was not going to happen. I kind of reconcile and was okay with pretty early on that like they're probably not going to end up together she's not going to be with anybody this is about her journey and i think that the way they had her handle it was totally realistic and i i really do feel like she was at such a different place in her life that she was giving him a wake up call of like if you get married to me like having another family all it like that's not i'm I'm just now being able to become a doctor. Like, that's what I want to focus on. <laughs> like, I don't want to have all of these other things that you probably do. And so like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, yeah, she might've been attracted to him. She might've really liked his friendship, but in the end, were they a good match as far as like where they were in their lives? And I, I don't think so. Um, I was kind of, I was really sad for him that his character, because I feel like after we got to a certain point, his, his character didn't have a lot of purpose in the story. And even his side story with the adoption stuff just didn't, I didn't feel like it was handled or, or portrayed in the, like the best altogether. Like it was just, yeah, it was just kind of like (laughs) me and it just served a purpose of like for her story. He didn't have a lot of storyline by himself like they gave so much depth and 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 stuff with the um the other doctor who was the mistress like she got so much storyline all on her own that really stood out and that was very interesting but he just kind of ended up not getting a whole lot and I felt bad that he didn't have more of that because I feel like if his character would have had more that seeing him with somebody later on that brief little glimpse of him and the thing would have even meant a lot more but it just kind of was just like me like it just wasn't it was just kind of like okay (laughs) all right you know so I just I feel like he kind of petered out his character in the the story arc that they gave him was just kind of meh and that was sad to me yeah okay (laughs) narrative (laughs) integrity blah 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 (laughs) listen I feel robbed because they had really great chemistry. Yeah. They really built this up. I, I get it. Blah, blah. You're right. The story we have could have ended. <laughs> da, 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 whatever. But 
I also want to say, like, let's just be realistic for a minute, okay? She is coming out of this long-term marriage where she hasn't been with her husband in at least 10 years, okay? (laughs) And you have this drop-dead gorgeous man Mm -hmm. who just dotes on her and clearly, clearly wants her. What kind of experience would you have to have where you would say "Mm, no thank you like I just I don't feel like that part is realistic maybe they're not gonna go on and like have a happily ever after right but are you kidding me she's at least gonna have a one night stand with him I'm sorry and we know that it's not like her morals are so like you know rigid that she's not willing to you know have that out of you know, before marriage, because right. she did it before within home. <laughs> right. So I'm just saying she could totally be like cougaring all over mm-hmm. and that would be okay. I would have been fine with that where they were like, oh, that was amazing. But you know what? We need, you know, you need to go your separate way. I need to, you know, find, <laughs> you know, focus on my career, blah, blah, blah. But at least we would have that steamy scene that I feel like they really teased us with. So I'm sorry. I know that it doesn't sound like, you know, whatever, that that (laughs) I should be fine with the fact that you're right. (laughs) The narrative they gave us, would it really fit? Yes, I actually think it would. So um, (laughs) Hot Doc and Dr. Cha absolutely should have had at least one sciencey scene. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, in a way, because... um... That was not a marriage she wanted that she was in, that she was forced into. And so to have a moment where she is cherished for herself. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's yeah, no, that's what you're saying. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's no way. There's just, I, I'm sorry. There's no way. I just don't see how she would in real life friend zoned somebody who's making her feel like beautiful again and sexy and cherished and, I just don't see it. I don't see her being like, oh, no, no, no. You go on and find yourself somebody who wants to have children and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, that's not how it works. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> and especially in the ending, it almost felt like she just puts her career and the paragon doctor above all else. Yeah. Like it yeah. didn't feel like, oh, she has a fulfilling life beyond just being a doctor. Right. You know, Why can't she have sexy times with him? Come on. Right. It definitely felt like she ended where her career was her epitome of life. And now that's all she is. Yeah. Right. Well, Versus and a mom. Being the mom. Yeah. 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 The, but now she's just the doctor. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the last time she said, hey, you know, she fell into something like that, she ended up with a 20 year consequence. So, right, right. Yeah, but she's old now. And she's, you know, like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So. It's not old. older character was 46 i mean i feel like i can say that our kids are the same age as her kids and i'm pretty sure i could still pop out another if i was cursed (laughs) (laughs) cursed i tell you i'm saying it would be worth the risk because it's hot hot dog. dog would definitely be worth the risk (laughs) 
Speaking of the absolute opposite of hot dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so moving on to So and Ho, does his character have a realistic redemption arc? Um, we were talking about this before we started recording, and I feel like it didn't last long enough. Like he was self-obsessed, self just completely selfish up until the moment when he decided to donate his liver. Or even the, even a little after that, because it took him a long time to get to the point where he's like, okay, I finally realized I want to donate my liver to you because this is my atonement to you, not to hold it over your head or make you feel indebted to me. And he had to like speechify that. He had to tell her that instead of showing that he'd gotten to that point. So there was too much time with him just not changing. And then he had kind of this last minute change and then he's staying changed for the last episode. I know is he's helping with the doing the service out in the country and that kind of thing so realistically i don't know i mean i guess a person could change that fast but a person like him who stayed self-involved for that long no yeah. it didn't the timing did not feel it felt rushed so i really hated that not just that she needed uh a liver but even like he he had offered it to her, but it was that like her being like, uh, no, I'm not going to take either of yours. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to try to do the treatment. And then the treatment doesn't work and all that kind of stuff. Like he had to really think that he was losing her once again. And that like all the stuff that they had been through in the last little bit finally made him realize that, hey, the decision you made back then where you were willing to let her die before you didn't have any clue of what it would be like to lose her. And now, because you've been without her for a little bit and you kind of understand maybe, maybe a little bit understand like what that would mean to your life. If she actually died, like that's, that's what has to make him change. Like I, there's just so many opportunities for him to like, realize that like, I'm being the horrible person in this and I need to be the one to like, finally let her have the divorce that like the poor girl is like about to die because he just kept like pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and he just would not let up. And mm -hmm. it, yeah, so I, I agree. I could go on. They did the, the one thing the show did uh, and to perfection was make his character, even in the end when he was like having to run around and do all of their little medical, like scrub the guy, you know, go out to the villages and do those things. Like they did a good job that I, he was just not, he was so self-absorbed, so like exactly the type of person that would do everything that he did to her. So his acting and their writing made him a very realistic cheating husband who is deplorable. <laughs> did I believe the redemption arc? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, again, like you said, there's some girl that's going to walk by and be like, Ooh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that like, at least though that he did. And that my biggest thing is I wanted him to be a better dad. And I do think that he became a better dad through it all. So at least mm -hmm. there's that. And he at least let her go and have her own life enough to where she would be, she was able to move on. So I'll, in that part of the redemption, at least there was that. Hmm. Meh. I wish he didn't have enough consequences. No, I know. That's, that's, that's what I feel biggest. upset about. I'm the director of the hospital now. Oh, and I well, also don't yeah, feel that he actually. I don't think it was a true redemption arc. Yeah. I think that even in the end, what he did was still self like 
self-centered because mm. he wanted to feel better. He wanted to feel like he could absolve himself of some of that guilt. And so he gave his liver and he gave her a divorce, not really for her, but really mm. for him. And mm. so in that mm. sense, he really did stay true to his character. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like the whole thing was very rushed. Um, we had a lot of like, just, I don't know. I didn't like how the whole focus was on this piece right here and the fact that this is supposed to be about like when we first came into this drama what was charming and wonderful about it is this was sort of like her um almost I mean I want to say almost coming of age but like in a new new stage of her life and we got to see as you were saying before like her new experiences and just um that growth experience for her and it became very focused on him and I didn't appreciate that and I felt like as I said there was no real consequence other than well he doesn't have either of his girlfriends now but <laughs> doesn't have his did maid. that really impact him I mean she didn't take him for any money she didn't try yeah. to make his life hard she didn't do anything that really inconvenienced him other than just not being there anymore it is it just feels like he definitely emotionally and financially and in every way possible got off as light as he could for being a scummy person yeah and i and i think that kind of upset me he's very entertaining scummy person but that doesn't make him any less scummy and you kind of want there to be some justice like she maybe deserves some financial support, you know, or even through her kids or whatever it is. I just feel like he came out of it scot-free and now he even has a good relationship with his kids. So yeah. yay. <laughs> <laughs> and and I felt like that was my least favorite aspect was the whole last two episodes where, well, let's just forgive everybody and everyone just go on with the most positive aspects of their lives and we'll get our happy ever after. And I feel like the rest of the show was very messy in emotions and mm -hmm. the ending was not, especially with their married relationship ending and where they went from there. And it just felt, I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't like the whole redemption aspect because I just didn't feel that it was satisfying in any way yeah see I kind of wanted um you know ever after the Cinderella retelling with um mm -hmm. Drew Barrymore I, I kind of wanted him to be dumped in a thing of purple dye and then have to be a servant for the rest of his <laughs> life or something like or even if he was like demoted and had to go to a hospital in the country or something, right? or just yeah. something, mm -hmm. something. I don't he... necessarily feel like he should lose his job completely or he should be hurt, injured or, you know, but there needs to be something that that leads to a way he can grow as a person. And I don't feel that he got that. So. so in the final two episodes, Jung Suk had a relapse. Did we feel that we needed this plot arc? Did it work for us? Why and why not? 
This is a huge discussion on the discord back and forth of whether a lot of people felt it was realistic with everything that she'd been through and not taking care of herself. A lot of people felt like the story arc did work out for them and all of that. I think we're kind of all maybe, I don't know. I haven't, I don't know if we've talked all about this specific, but I think we're all a little bit like, it was very frustrating that that's what it took to get her husband to finally show some humanity at all. So it, it also was annoying that we spent so much time in the last two episodes on this. And that like, again, we didn't get to see her journey as a doctor um, and all of that. And I kind of really just wanted to see her her flourish and not have her sick again and all of the stuff that came along with it. I, we're not, we haven't talked about uh, some of her mother-in-law stuff, but her mother-in-law stuff weaved in here and it, it came on the heels of her mom also being sick. So we had also spent a couple of episodes with like her mom sick. So I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like it personally. I, I understand where it went. I understand where, where, you know, kind of why the, the writer put it in there and everything. It did give us the scene where she's in all leather and goes on a bike ride, <laughs> motorcycle ride with hot dogs. So when we get that, but I just, everything, I, I just didn't like it. I did, did, didn't think it was necessary. And I hate when something like that, like a, a character's sickness or illness is what is the, the, you know, what gets somebody else to finally see the light of things. So it was just a kind of annoying to me. And, and I really didn't enjoy the last two episodes that much at all. Yeah. I actually felt like this, mm, it felt like it was a very forced plot device. I also felt like, I mean, yeah, I know she was working really hard and like, I guess she missed some doses of her medicine and things like that, but it, it just didn't ring true for me. And then the fact that she went from having a liver donor to now having a living liver donor, I don't even know if that works. If she's rejecting the liver from someone else, my understanding is that the living liver donor, like that that's more successful, but like usually with your, your actual liver. Uh, like your original liver. So it didn't like, so I had some questions, like I might need to Google that and just, you know, <laughs> figure that out. But in general, um, I didn't like it. I didn't, I felt like it just derailed the progress she was making as a doctor. I felt like it just felt like a very fake kind of feeling of a plot device and I don't know. Like, I just did not enjoy it. I feel like we did not need that. We could have just moved on and had a nice sexy shower scene with hot dog <laughs> and, you know, and they could have like worn leather together. And <laughs> I'm just going to rewrite the ending because it, it's way better in my head. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. It felt almost like a reboot of the same story we had at the beginning and it just, it almost felt like the emotions rebooted a li- little bit too, because she lost all of her oomph and her energy towards, you know, I'm going to be a great doctor and I'm going to do this too. Well, I might die. So let me make all of my affairs in order. So, uh, so I can go with the knowledge that everything's okay. And I just don't like that jump 
an emotion tone that we went to because suddenly it's all like it was very kumbaya let bygones be bygones you know let's wrap up everyone's story arc so they can be all happy and we all know she's not going to die because that's the kind of drama it was it definitely didn't feel like she was going to die so she's going to pull through it and then we'll jump to her happy ever after as a doctor in the country you know I don't know it I was just let down I this had so much great character growth and movement and then it just felt like we revolved into well this is how we want it to end so we're gonna stuff what we need to make it end this way and that's kind of felt what the whole relapse felt like was a stuffed ending to make her in the point where she can just forgive everybody and get on with her life and everyone can get past the messiness. And I didn't like it at all. (laughs) Yeah. My poor editor brain, I'm sitting here going, okay, so essentially we've come full circle. And so if we've come full circle, people should be in a different place with the second liver transplant. But no one is. Nope. No one is. Other than hot doc offering this time, no one is. Well, and her husband did her ex-husband now but he did offer his liver so he was kind of yeah but you know the writers are just like well how is she gonna get the divorce agreement okay we'll give her the second bout of liver cancer and then he'll like be like oh i might lose her and i'll give her her divorce it's like right that's you know it felt so copy and pasted in (laughs) i just hated it i hated it so much i'm sitting here trying to think okay if she had died you know, if, like the- I would have been more like, OK, there's no, something no. unexpected. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it would it would have undercut the whole personal journey thing. But at the same time, she had a personal journey. And so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think if her death would have been actually a better ending. And she would have lived her life to where she wanted to live it before she passed away, which mm-hmm. is probably what she's going to do from here forward. It mm-hmm. just would have been a little sooner than she expected. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have been happy at all if they had, if she had died. But I'll just say that I would not have been happy at all. I I agree. I just wish we <laughs> hadn't had this relapse at all in the narrative to begin with. I think but, you could have gotten to the same spot without that being the the explosion that created it all. Yeah, totally agree. So our last question: Were we satisfied in the end? And what rating would we give this drama? This is super hard because I don't do the rating thing, but I'm going to tell you that I really enjoyed the beginning of this drama. I enjoyed how it it made me laugh. And there were like just some really like, I mean, the acting and the comedic timing. Like I looked forward to this drama every week. And the last few episodes, I was like, oh, like it just changed its tone. I lost my hope that we were going to have a smexy scene with hot duck. <laughs> and I know that like, it sounds like I just keep harping on that. It's true. Um, I am harping on that because uh, I feel very disappointed. I might need somebody to write some fanfic for me because um, <laughs> I need them on a motorcycle together with their leather, like in a, I don't know, deserted area with a lake or something. Um, if y'all could get on that, that'd be awesome. So, you have chat GPT, write your own. Okay, maybe I will. Good point. 
Anyway. Oh, sorry. I was distracted. Um, Anyway, what I'd like to say is uh, I can't give it a number, but I can say that it's way lower at the end than it was in the beginning. I think I'm going to give it seven out of 10. I just, that ending just made it so I would, I would not watch this again, but I was happy I did watch it once through at least if that made sense. There were some really great moments and I'm going to remember quite a few of these actors' performances was really good. I just wish it had nailed the ending. And I I think ultimately I am satisfied with the end. I mean, there was a lot to pull apart. So here's what I'm thinking. Initially, I gave it a nine out of 10. That was like right after I'd finished watching and I was still in kind of the glow of, you know, this was For a woman's second coming of age story, this was a decent one. It had a lot of humor. It had fully realized female characters. There was some growth and some change. And so overall, I was like, okay, I like it. Now that we've pulled it apart and it hasn't stood up under the pulling apart, I still think there's a lot to like about the story, but I dropped it. I dropped it a full star. So I I give it a date purely because I have this bias towards kind of pro-woman, pro-feminist storytelling, and I want to encourage that. And if the, if nothing else, the fact that she was a whole person, that Chae Sung-hee was a whole person, and they got their own growth, even even if So and Ho did not get the consequences that he deserved, I, I'm happy to see that they grew and became independent of him. And so that's why I would keep my rating at an eight. So right when I finished, um, I gave it an 8.5. I have not changed it after talking because in a similar aspect, I feel like a drama that really talks about the the aspect of becoming a mother, giving up your career, taking care of your kids, taking care of your mother-in-law, what all of that means, kind of what that means for young women right now of like whether they want to get married or they don't want to get married all of that tackling that in a drama the comedy the uh, the comedy aspect of it that they were able to keep and again like I said I wasn't really happy with the whole divorce thing being pulled out but they did still have some funny moments which we needed so mm-hmm. I did enjoy the comedy uh aspect of the drama throughout it and I really liked all of the characters, even um, the horrible husband uh, in Ho, like the actor did a fabulous, fabulous job. And I can mm-hmm. see why Korea loves him so much. By the way, this, it ended on its highest rating that it had. It was a runaway like hit. It is one of the top uh, dra- uh, like ratings dramas. So for all, all aspects of like, was it a hit in Korea? A hundred percent. Everybody loved it. They loved the actors and having a, an older actress being able to to have this type of drama and and the character that she played. I really enjoyed all of that. So I don't think the last five episodes or so bring it down quite as much as uh, it could have, because I still think that where she ends up. Yes, I do think her her life needs to be a little bit more dimensional where she has a relationship or something like that, or at least it seems to be more than just like, Oh, I'm a doctor who's dedicating my whole life for that. But I still think that her journey and them focusing on that and giving her a second chance at her age, all that kind of stuff. I still think that it was a really great drama in that aspect. And it has me like 
all the people who were in it, the actor, especially, um, again, we know he has a name, (laughs) (laughs) and he probably won't do a ton of dramas. He is a stage music actor. He, I mean, he does amazing at his, at musicals, uh, and all of that. So that'll probably still be his focus, but he got a lot of attention in this. I, I'm, pretty sure he'll be back in other dramas. Maybe he'll get a, you know, a leading role where he does get to get the woman. He's got so much charisma and everything. So yeah, I, I wasn't satisfied with the, the way that we got to the end at the end, but I definitely was satisfied with, um, her story overall. Hmm. Um, I'd like to add an epilogue because <laughs> chat GPT helped me out just now. I haven't read it yet, but <clears throat> as the sun set behind the bustling city, hot doc found himself walking aimlessly through the park. Thoughts of his recent encounters with Dr. Cha filled his mind and he couldn't help but feel a sense of longing. Despite the professional boundaries they maintained, he sensed a deeper connection between them. Meanwhile, Dr. Cha sat in her office, flipping through patient files absentmindedly. Her thoughts were consumed by Dr by hot doc the charming and compassionate man who had captured her heart she couldn't deny the growing attraction she felt towards him suddenly a knock on dr cha's office door interrupted her thoughts roy kim stood there a nervous yet determined look on his face dr cha may i come in he asked softly dr cha's heart skipped a beat as she saw him of course, Roy, please come in, she replied, gesturing for him to enter. Roy stepped inside and closed the door behind him. There was a brief silence between them as they looked into each other's eyes, the unspoken tension hanging in the air. I can't ignore this any longer, Hot Doc said, his voice filled with sincerity. Dr. Cha, I've developed strong feelings for you. Every moment we spend together, I feel an indescribable connection. I don't know what the future holds, but I want to explore this further. Dr. Cha felt her heart swell with happiness. She'd been grappling with her own feelings and hearing his confession made her realize she wasn't alone in this journey. Roy, I feel the same way, she admitted, a hint of a smile playing on her lips, but we must be cautious. We work together and we do have a professional relationship to uphold. Roy nodded, understanding the importance of their responsibilities. You're right, Dr. Cha. We can't let our personal lives interfere with our work. But perhaps outside of the hospital, we could take the time to get to know each other better, to explore the potential of what we have. Dr. Cha I feel reached like out. we're one second away from heaving bosoms. I'm, Tell me there's heaving bosoms. Dr. Cha reached out and gently touched Hot Doc's hand, her touch sending shivers down his spine. I'd like that, Roy. Let's take things slow and see where this path leads us. With that, they shared a tender moment sealing their unspoken agreement. Though their love story was just beginning, their connection held the promise of a beautiful future together. Okay. Bosoms. No, there was no well, actually, um, just so you know, I did get my hand slapped by chat GPT. Um, it specifically said, I'm sorry, but I cannot generate explicit or adult content as it goes against <laughs> open AI's content policy. <laughs> Because I specifically said steamy love scene and I did not (laughs) appreciate that. So that is why you have a very PG kind of ending. I like like it better. Yeah. And and she did touch his hand. 
That's he cracks right. me up that he's calling her Dr. Cha. <laughs> well, that's because that's how I fed it into the system. I know, I know. But funny. it made it all the funnier. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. For, yes. We for needed us something. <laughs> all right. And on that interesting note, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you, including our chat GPT fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> and talking is so much faster than typing. <laughs> <laughs>